Who can do a Riddler impression? Like actually, like in, an actual Riddler. In yeah, this like, one. Yeah, who? Like, he doesn't really. I mean, he's kind of Bruce Wayne. We can do the Penguin. He I don't know about that a one. Normal voice. Yeah, he's like, hey, you're really everything you say they are, aren't you? I'm Oz. I'm Oz. Dude, I laughed again in the theater Oz. today when it was like, he's like, Ugh, I don't know, Chief. I don't know I'm about that one. Tell you, Chief. <laughs> Poopcock. Um, all right, who wants to do the penguin? I'll do it. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Joe is the intro king, so that makes sense. Okay. All right, whenever you're ready, buddy. Hey, 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 listen, kid, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm the Penguin, and welcome back to the Aggressively Okay <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Salamone. Uh, this is, uh, we're doing the Batman. I'm joined by my co-host. Um, Adam Sidorius. Yeah, I, sorry, I was a little bit thrown off by that impression. <laughs> um, no, I'm, uh, I'm super stoked to be doing an episode on this movie. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like it's been a long time coming, because this was high up on our most anticipated episode. Uh, yeah, that we did a few months ago, um, and we are joined by our very special guest, one of our best buddies. Uh, mm-hmm. We spend the night together every night. Uh, I text him every day, um, yeah. just hoping he replies. And mm-hmm. he finally came on. He finally <laughs> came back for this, uh, buddy. If you introduce yourself, yeah. Hey guys, it's me, uh, Enrico. I'm back at it again. Uh, Back at it again with the white, you know, with the white vans. Uh, <laughs> Dude, Daniel, was that you? But that's my introduction, guys. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, now, uh, Rico, you're kind of uh, a hot take king. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I am. Yeah, it, uh, infamously, Rico came on the pod a few months ago and said that Ghostbusters Afterlife um, got him pregnant. Uh, <laughs> so... I stand by that, and I stand by that. Rico said to me today, I do not remember anything about that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I unfortunately, you know, time, uh, there's no set, you know, time, time can do a lot to a movie. Um, and I, <laughs> as much as I enjoyed that movie when I saw it, I didn't remember that I saw it until like very recently. Um, <laughs> I go to the movies with a good friend of mine because I, I don't live, uh, close enough to you guys uh, to see movies with you. So I go, I've got a movie buddy's name's Chris. Um, Shout out to Chris. Yeah, we we like listed, we were like trying to figure out how many movies we'd seen together and we complete, I, we, I was like, I know there's one more. And he was like, yeah, I know there's one more too. And it was Ghostbusters and it was like rack and we were like, Killing ourselves. The movie that we we had an hour long conversation. <laughs> Actually, I just looked at the uh, the uh, the log. It was over two hours long, and I couldn't Jesus. remember. Wow, yeah. dude. Half of that was just you and Joe arguing. I was just like the guy in the middle. I was like, it, it was That's like a movie. Fun. It was like a movie that I saw. Like, Most <laughs> of that discussion is probably about Paul. It has yeah. probably probably so much little of it is about Ghostbusters. Are you talking about Paul's the movie Twenty Eleven? Yeah, dude, don't get Rico started on Paul, dude. Hey, don't even you get me started on Paul. Paul's awesome. Paul's. You know, uh, what? I, I, I don't want to get <clears throat> Rico started on Paul. What I want to get Rico started on is the Batman 2020. All right. Director so Matt I Reeves. Got, I got to see it on Tuesday, uh, and I was really, really happy to get to see it early because uh, I didn't want to be caught up in the hype. Uh, I just wanted to see the movie. And I got to say, 
I was uh, pretty underwhelmed. Uh, I thought uh, it was bloated. I thought that it was kind of a little more in your face uh, than I was expecting it to be. And uh, I'm just fucking with you. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I, have not, I have not liked a movie that much that I've seen in the theaters in a very long time. Um, for lack of a... I mean, I loved Jackass Forever, um, but that doesn't have, like, a narrative. Uh, so it's tough to tough to count that one. Uh, but the Batman has been the fa- my favorite movie that I have seen in a long, long, long time. It reminded me what like a real movie was. I had forgotten. Um, <laughs> and you will forget again in a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like- I guess. Yeah. <laughs> After the Batman is swallowed up in the cultural zeitgeist. Um, yeah, no, you when Doctor Strange comes out. Yeah, but it's awesome. It is really, really, really good. There were multiple points in the movie where I was like, where I like. I was like, this is, this is Batman. I mean, this is awesome. And they're like, I don't know. It's like, it does not, you know, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk too long right now. I don't want to take up anybody's turn. Well, I mean, I imagine we'll have a conversation about it. But um, I was like, I was we're not like, planning on it. Okay. Yeah, I was like blown, <laughs> blown away by how much I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. Um. So I saw this movie a week ago. Uh, a week ago. Uh, with Joey. <laughs> and, uh, How long ago? A week ago. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure. Um, that's when I took her to my penthouse and I freaked it. Um, but... <laughs> Dude, that's a great day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I took <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Your penthouse. Man, I can't even do this. I took Joe to a screening a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he quite literally threatened to kill my family. If I, I, didn't I did. I threw a fit. I was in a bad mood. <laughs> it happens, you know. It's for the Batman, dude. Yeah, he yeah, was I like, it. I will. He said, Adam, I will mm-hmm. kill you and your entire family. Putting it. I was. I was pulling. I was Bradley Coop that and like licorice pizza. He really was. He really fucking was. But he got into it. Don't worry about Joe. He got to see the mm-hmm. movie. Um. Uh. But. I was trying to temper my expectations before going into the theater because, you know, we've both been pretty hyped for this movie. Yeah. Um, and I remember the second it ended, me and just Joe just looked at each other and we nodded. And we were like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a movie. That's a film. That's um that's art. That's what it is. Um, when I say this is the best live action superhero movie I've seen since The Dark Knight. I don't say that lightly. Um, it's a masterpiece, I think. I think it's not the best Batman movie ever. The Dark Knight probably is still the best one, but it's the best like adaptation mm-hmm. of Batman ever. This is the definitive like Batman. Yeah, I think. Um, I I feel like a madman. I have like no fault with this movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice now, and I think it's like genuinely a perfect film yeah uh i joe am i crazy yeah uh, so i was i've seen this movie twice now i saw it with adam and then i saw it uh on tuesday uh i didn't see it with rico but i was at the same event thing it was like, one of the fan screenings uh, adam got we were sitting on the side of the theater we were having a fight yeah. so um, yeah we were yeah, mad at each other yeah, we came in separate cars <laughs> thing. but uh i was um it was one of those things where I was so excited for it, and I thought that it looked so good that I was like, I need to like temper my expectations, you know, because it's I didn't want to be disappointed with it. And then 
uh, going to see it, uh, it was just one of those things where it's just this, the instant that it started, I was like, I'm going to love this. And it just, the movie starts and it doesn't fucking stop. And it's, it's such a, I, I, my, my press quote, uh, was, I said for a character that has been adapted so many times, uh, the Batman is a breath of fresh air. Uh, it is so nice to see a movie of this scale feel like a real, like personal, like singular vision. It is such a, it is so, it's so well made. The cinematography is amazing. The editing is excellent. The score is, is phenomenal. The performances are all fantastic. They're all like, and they're real performances too. It's a real, this is like a real bona fide movie. And it's so nice to, cause you know, I'm, I'm a criterion boy. So I'm always watching these foreign art house films that no one's heard of. And it's nice to go to, uh, to a blockbuster film and get the same experience from that. It's such a, I, that might've been pretentious what I just said, but I, I really love this movie. Uh, I think it, I think it kind of is perfect. It's kind of a masterpiece and seeing it twice. It is even better on a second time. Because you're watching it, and you're like, this scene is awesome, and I know the next eight scenes are even better. So, I really, really love this movie. I'm trying not to overhype it for people, but I really think this movie is, like, is fantastic. I think it's something special. It's, like, a fantastic film. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say before we uh, got any further, this is a spoiler review. So, yeah. uh, if you have yeah. not seen the movie yet, and you cannot read, and you click on this anyways, mm-hmm. um, turn it off now, because we're going to spoil this bitch. We're going to spoil the whole movie. Our Norwegian um, listener is probably going to stick around, but... Oh, yeah, I <laughs> forgot about that guy. Um, but, no, I think... Um, so, I want to get this other way first. I... One of my favorite... I think my favorite of all time, Batman comic, is The Long Halloween. Um, amazing story. Um, it is like prime detective Batman. Like it is just him week to week, issue to issue, solving a case. And every murder is revolved around a holiday. And you don't know which Batman villain is doing it, what the motives are. You just know that they're targeting Gotham officials each week or like each holiday. Um, and when I found out that this movie was loosely adapting that story, I got wildly excited. And from the moment this thing begins, it opens with a murder scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, yep, Matt Reeves yeah. getting his ass ate tonight. Like, I'm. Yeah, dude. dude I. I <laughs> this yeah, dude. So we get cool. Ave Maria playing and then a title card. Immediately. Of, it's like, immediately, the, the, the first frame of the movie is the Batman. And then immediately, we cut to like a POV of Riddler. Uh, planning his first murder and that this whole sequence is amazing i was immediately hooked by this movie the kind of the reveal yeah. of the riddler behind uh the it's so cool it's so yeah. well done and he's so he's terrifying immediately and he's like he's actually like I, that's the one thing i really uh, not to jump ahead but this movie is like it, it does a lot in in it, it, it doesn't really stick in one genre it's it's kind of a horror film at points it's it's a noir it's definitely very noir inspired but there are really kind of some chilling sequences in it well, that yeah. one scene where he's like, uh, the mayor is like looking at the TV, and then he walks out of frame, mm-hmm. and the red yeah. in the shadows behind him, um, immediately like gave me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. also the the murders are like brutal in this yeah. movie. Yeah, like they're really hard to watch at times. Mm-hmm. And like, Paul Dano gives like a knockout performance. And even from that first bit, I mean, you can like see in his eyes that there's like this like giddy like like energy that he's getting to do this. Like it's like it's this very 
I don't know, because I think the Riddler, and not to only talk about the Riddler for a second, but the Riddler's like kind of a weird villain because at his core, he's so he's like really stupid. His name is Edward <laughs> Nigma, and his bit is that he tells <laughs> riddles. And I and like that's so dumb. Uh, like most <laughs> are kind of silly. But this is like, I don't know, it takes it takes that and like that's like my biggest uh, the best, the biggest like praise I can give the movie as a whole is that it felt very much like if this, if the Riddler was real or if Batman was real, this is like what it would be like. Well, like, if you knew, yeah, he's like a real guy. I don't know. It's like it was. It's very, very. It's kind of a beautiful. It's, and it's like still the Riddler. Yeah. No. Uh, exactly. Like it. Um. Well, not to like go back to like the Long Halloween, but like the Long Halloween yeah. also did that with uh, the Calendar Man. Mm-hmm. Um. In that yeah. comic. Because the Calendar Man was always looked at as, like... I mean, that's just a stupid fucking name. The Calendar Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, like, the entire point in The Long Halloween was, like, he also, like, was just very significant about dates and events and times. He was very methodical. They turned, like, this really knockoff, mm-hmm. like, C-list character into, like, a Hannibal Lecter-type character in one issue. And it was amazing. And I think this movie also does a very similar thing where, I, I mean, I've always had like a little bit more respect for the Riddler because I played the Arkham games. I've read plenty of comics yeah. where he is kind of, kind of cool. Um, but there's no doubt that he is like looked at as like, I think Jim Carrey has done like, mm-hmm. and I love, I actually kind of like Batman forever. And I like his interpretation for what it is. But that being said, I think he has damaged like the perception of the Riddler mm-hmm. uh, for most people because I don't think they were ready for, like, what this movie does with Riddler. It's, like, it's really disturbing at times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're watching Seven. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and I don't like, say yeah, that lightly. He's, he's, like, he's like electric in this movie. And it's it's one of those yeah. things where some of the scenes, there's a, spe- there's a couple scenes where it's, like, a lesser actor would could really fumble this scene and make it, like, kind of... He's 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 right on the edge. He's, he's teetering on... on camp but it, it he does such a he's so committed to the part and the, it feels so realized that it, it, it is you completely believe him 100 percent of the way yeah and he's such a great actor too that he's mm-hmm. like he's like really good at playing that that type like he's very mm-hmm. good at playing a like a weird disturbed guy mm-hmm. uh, and he's not yeah. he's not doing a joker impression it's it's a completely, no he is like you know his character it's mm-hmm. awesome yeah no i mean i I, I was kind of worried, not more so than like him doing a Joker impression. I was kind of worried it would just be prisoners all over again. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I don't think that's the case because like he, I mean, I, I was gonna say spoiler alert. This is a spoiler podcast. At the end, like you mm-hmm. don't get a face reveal until the last thirty minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. For most of the movie, he's under the mask. But the the line that epitomizes that is at the end where he tells Batman, he's like, "I am the same as you," because. I know when I wear the mask, that's my true self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's such a good fucking line. Cause I feel like that's, I mean, I was to say it's the point of the entire movie. It's not like there's so many intricate, specific mm-hmm. Batman details to this movie that just make me love Matt Reeves because it's like, Oh, you fucking get it. But that mm-hmm. is a giant point to Batman is that like people usually say like, Oh, bat like Bruce Wayne is Batman. No, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Wayne mm-hmm. is only he's only in the movie Bruce Wayne when it's beneficial to Batman. He's only yeah. in public when he is investigating something for Batman. 
like Bruce Wayne is his alter ego. Batman is his true self. All of his insecurities, okay. all of his traumas embodied and thrown out there. And mm-hmm. like Riddler was such a perfect antagonist for him to go up against in this movie. And you don't even realize how perfect it is until the very end when you realize yeah. that Riddler is inspired by Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and he so kind of is, good. he's forced to like kind of confront himself because he's like, this is, there's only the only difference between Batman and the Riddler is that the Riddler is killing people, and it kind of it's 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 such a it's it it's it's surprisingly thoughtful. You know, it kind of makes yeah. it, 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 I think it's kind of a real kind of catalyst for change. And then it's kind of a it's kind of that moment is kind of echoed in the uh, I am vengeance moment at the end of the film where he really has to kind of consider well his approach and what he's doing with himself. You know, yeah. you know you know what I noticed today on my second viewing? Um the guy at the end who says I am vengeance, I didn't realize it. That's the guy at the funeral at the beginning. That's the guy okay. Really? I was gonna wonder who, I, remember the one that tells him like, oh I hate the rich. Like we gotta Yeah. Um, oh wow. Okay. I didn't realize yep. that. Yeah, I know. It's like an insane little detail, but um yep, it's the same guy. He's like the one that's at the funeral and he's like talking about uh I forgot exactly what he says, but he says something about like these billionaires like, yeah. don't care about anybody. Um, yeah, and that's the guy at the end that he almost beats to death. Cool. It's so. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, can I? I wanna. So, you you said that thing about the Riddler. Uh, I guess we all kind of said that thing about the Riddler. But a couple of seconds ago, Joe, you made a really good point about the Riddler. Is that the only difference between him and Batman is that he kills people? Um, I I generally believe. Um, that Batman's villains work the best uh, when they're right. Um, and I think that, obviously, the way the Riddler goes about what he's doing is not right. I obviously don't condone being a serial killer. Um, <laughs> okay, live but... on pot. Enrico has uh, <laughs> said that he, and I quote, does not condone being a serial killer. You can quote Dude, him on the exactly. Tucker Carlson just tweeted that you're a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to that guy then. Uh, yeah, dude. So it's like... He is completely right. He's exposing corruption in the yeah. city. That's like awful. He's exposing years, like decades-long conspiracies, uh, and abuse of the of the money in the city that's supposed to go uh, to Gotham's mm-hmm. poor and the parts of the city that need uh, rebuilding. Yeah. Um, Riddler, for all intents and purposes, uh, is a hero, except uh, he's not. He he murders people. He goes about it the wrong way. I think that's what I I can't. so I will make sure that I say a hot take uh, this episode. I think I I prefer the Dark Knight Rise. To, I prefer the Dark Knight Rises to the Dark Knight um, because of Bane. Uh, because <laughs> Bane is a, Bane is right. Bane also is uh, you know the rich have been in power for too long. They don't care about you. Um, uh, this is your city, it's not theirs, uh, blah, 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 you know, all the, the shit. Uh, and Bane is completely right that Jesus goes about it the wrong way. He's a terrorist. And I think that, I don't know, I just, I think it's really interesting. I mean, it's, it's really important to make Batman look in the mirror and go, oh, I believe these same things. This is why I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, what, what is stopping me from being them? I think that's like, mm-hmm. that is a really important part of the character to me that I really yeah. like. And I that this movie does that excellently. No, and I think you made a lot of great points because I think yeah, that was really um, well put. Um, there's like two like very significant things there too. Like one, I think uh, for so long, especially like in this day and age, 
Um, I when I saw like the Batman was getting rebooted and the conversations were like happening about like what mm. could a 2022 Batman even be? Um, a lot of people are like, well, he's just like a rich guy like what makes him different than like an iron man or whatever and i like that this movie like kind of confronted the idea of his privilege in a way that was like interesting mm-hmm. yeah where it feels more like because i feel like a bad fleck and christian bale's versions i like ben affleck i love christian bale you know no shade on them but he was very reliant every adaptation of batman is reliant on his money and his gadgets in this movie yeah. He has to come to terms with his wealth and fortune and his privilege. And it's more of a deterrent than like it is a, a, a like a booster. Like it doesn't help him. It just makes him feel mm-hmm. guilty. It makes him have to confront what yeah. the Riddler is saying. And that's such an mm-hmm. interesting dynamic, especially like when he is quote unquote fighting for justice. Meanwhile, he is like literally like walking past all these people shouting for change outside of a funeral. And mm-hmm. Like, it's so interesting that like, these are the people that he's fighting for, but he has such a disconnect with what they are feeling and what they want as a city, mm-hmm, as a collective. Yeah. And he doesn't know it until the end. Um, and two, I and think... And it's like... Oh, yeah, no, go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, he has to kind of confront the fact that he he thinks that he's... It, it's kind of what... Kind of to echo what Rico said. He has to confront the fact that he is a part of the problem that he's fighting. He yeah. kind of has to... He's, yeah. he's, he's a part... He, he, he wants to think what really makes him different from who he's fighting? You know, he kind of has to really think yeah. about that in this film. Both Bruce Wayne and, and he Batman. Also has the flip side. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say, is that he has to worry about it as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, the Riddler doesn't have to do that. Yeah, no, and that's it's amazing. For, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's that flare shot, the flare sequence where he leads the people out uh, at the after the flood, um, so powerful, because it's really the first time in the movie that we see him be a hero. Yeah, uh, um, we kind of see him. He f- completely fails. He totally fails. He to as far as the Riddler versus Batman is concerned, the Riddler wins. The Riddler's plan is carried out perfectly, and Batman doesn't stop it. Yeah, all Batman can do is save the people that are left, and that is what makes him a hero. That he fails. He got the shit beat out of him. He gets electrocuted and plummets to the ground, and still leads these people and it's the first time you see him really and there's like a you know you could go in i could you could probably do an entire video essay on that sequence just yeah. in like the metaphorically him turning on a flare he's 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 now he's becoming the light mm-hmm. it's him this the bat signal at the beginning of the movie is represents fear and by the end of the movie the signal the light the light of batman has shifted from fear to uh to hope um, and I think there's that, like this beautiful, I don't know, he comes to terms with the fact, I think it's not really ever addressed in the movie, uh, directly, but Bat, Bruce, Batman comes to the terms with the fact that he's a good, and I think that what he's, he, but that he, let me figure out exactly, that the Batman, the way that he's been going about things is bad, um, but to be good, he has to be he has to, you know, come, become like a good person. I don't know how to like, well, like, like a good hero. He's got to be a hero. That's like well, a, he, yeah. Like I think by, well, I mean, it's kind of been exemplified at the, be- it's set up at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like we're in the first uh, subway scene, which is amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he comes out of the shadows, 
he instills fear in those men and he beats the absolute shit out of them. He thinks he's doing the right thing, but then he looks over at the guy that he's saving and he's terrified of Batman. And he tells Batman, please don't hurt me. Yeah. And the look in his eyes in that moment, which, which, by the way, can we say that Rob, Robert Pattinson's eye acting in this movie mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. he says so much with just a glare. It's amazing. Yeah. Also, oh, while God. we're on the subject, He's really uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, by far, uh, I think there's little to no debate that he is the best Batman. I think I don't think anyone comes even close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I... I I think he's my favorite Batman. I um I'm excited to see him do more as Bruce Wayne in like the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get the point that why he wouldn't be as much in this one. Um, I I, would I think say, he's great as Bruce Wayne in this one though. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying he doesn't get like a lot of Bruce Wayne screen time. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm ex- yeah. I don't mean that like a shade. Like I genuinely am excited to see more mm-hmm. of this one. More. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's yeah, the point might... of this one. Yeah. My favorite adaptation of the character of the Batman character is the is the Arkham game, yeah, uh, the Arkham Games adaptation. Uh, and this is not only better than that; it is the most like that that we've gotten in a movie. Um, I, Joe, I hundred percent agree. Like, there's no mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind. I'm like a hardcore Bale stan. There's no yeah. doubt in my mind that Robert Pattinson is a better Batman. Um, he's just he is. I never went during the Dark Knight trilogy. That's Batman. There were several shots in this movie that I went. This this mm-hmm. is Batman. Yeah, yeah. It it's got such a deep. This film has such a deep understanding of the character, and it also, it also like the thing that too. It's it's a very thoughtful film, and it's very well done. But it's also just absolutely fucking awesome to get a little film bro about it. This movie is this is the coolest fucking movie I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Um, Adam I, and I kept we look at each other and just go, dude. At so <laughs> no, like mid movie. Yeah, we were like, I yeah. looked at him like at several points, um, and I can't even remember like just like some shit like Batman mm-hmm. would say. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. it's even oh, it's just lines of dialogue, and we're like, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it was um at the first club scene where he's like, you're gonna get your suit full of blood. Mm-hmm. Mine or yours. Yeah, like, uh, and we looked That's at each other. We're right. like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, and when he's like, when he's doing the voiceover, he's like, uh, "They think I'm in the shadows, but I am the shadows." I was like, "Bro," <laughs> which, by the way, that entire like opening as it's like laced Nirvana, mm-hmm. um, and like he's like, and it, it, if Rico, you want to talk about like the Arkham games, the way that they brought over the contact lenses yes. that he records the crimes with, and he like has to look back at it as surveillance footage. Yeah, I was dude, so happy. I was that like, was so fuck cool. yeah, fuck yeah. Um, it was so cool. It was so fucking cool. Um, and I will say, like that, uh, that opening with Nirvana, and how it's it has like an eerie tone to it. Like this is a Bruce Wayne who is very much isolating himself, even from Alfred. Like mm-hmm, he's yeah. a guy who is completely like isolated, alone. He thinks he's doing the noble right thing. But he's going about it the wrong way. He is like completely misguided in his efforts. And he's even he knows that, but he's confused about what to fundamentally change about yeah. it. And at the end, when they use Nirvana again, but in a positive light, when the kid is being lifted up and it's underscored with like an uplifting score as he's giving that speech about like yeah. uh, your scars and how they can break you. 
or they how they can hurt you but they don't have to break you and how it can help you endure and to fight dude and like like i swear when the score is like swelling up as the kid gets lifted up from the helicopter i like grabs his hand after he lets go i got i was like this close to crying when he lets go of the bat when batman lets go the kid and the kid like gets up like grabs his hand yeah like don't like that was so i was like because that kid he's i that kid is in the movie the whole movie that's uh the mayor's son right yeah 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 he's so he's in the entire movie and they kind of tease that um that bruce wayne batman like really you know he cares he can feel with this kid obviously yeah uh, this kid just lost a parent and um i don't know that like totally pays off the moment it pays off the whole movie that yeah. one little shot where he where he grabs for the Batman well, is that he's not afraid of Batman. Well, I yeah, the way I interpreted it was like um afraid to leave. Well, at the end when he um he's guiding the citizens out, you made a great point where it's like he's literally becoming a beacon of hope for Gotham. Yeah. He is becoming the light, the source of darkness or like the to to guide them out of the darkness rather. Yeah. Uh, out of the flood. Um, it's like a very like biblical moment almost like it's very beautifully yeah. shot um but also i feel like by him guiding the kid out first he's literally carrying the kid out of the rubble um i maybe this is like just too analytical of me but like i saw it as also like he's rescuing like his past self he is removing that totally. trauma from his past and he is learning to overcome that and not let his traumas like like go into his efforts as Batman anymore because I feel like he let that be an excuse for so long of why he's doing what he's doing. And when he finally learns about his dad in this movie and he finally learns that it's what he's doing is wrong, not entirely wrong, but he's going about it in the wrong ways. It just helps him be a better hero. And that also, that seems also spectacular. Uh, And when it's matched with like that scene with Alfred in the hospital, yeah. Where he's like, he's like, I just been pushing you away because I'm scared to like lose someone that I genuinely care about. He's afraid mm-hmm. to like love anybody after yeah. his parents got killed. Mm-hmm. And like, fuck and, me, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it's also, it's all. Of, it, sorry, what were you saying? Sorry, it's very much like a coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He like grows up. Yeah, this yeah. is like uh, the Batman meets uh, the spectacular now. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. <laughs> uh, but it's 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 all it's it's super super well handled too. A lot of this stuff kind of almost is like too because the you know Batman's dark and brooding and it's a lot of this these this thematic uh, you know uh, subtext to the film kind of it seem uh, it would seem a bit for maybe if if you heard it if you heard it out of context it would it, it's a bit out of place for the character. It's like Batman and hope you know hope is usually a Superman thing. Uh, not to say the character can't be associated with that, but just, you know, kind of the general association with this character is that he's dark and brooding, but it's, it's all so well done. And it just seems like, uh, it's, it just seems like it's, it's just super well executed and it, it doesn't, the whole movie is just kind of this, it's just, I feel Matt Reeves and the, the kind of the creative team behind this understand Batman on like a fundamental level and not just like they understand Batman and the world around him and are just a complete. Like they are masters of this character, and that's why it's 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 one of these the things I love about the film is that 
it, it when it, every time I've seen it twice, and both times I'm like, when it cuts to black, I'm like, I can watch two more hours of this movie, and it's like you get so much from this movie because this movie has incredibly high highs, but it's also when it ends, you're like, well, where the fuck? What are they gonna do next? I want to see more. Like you kind of, the movie doesn't peak uh, the 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 world that it's in, and it doesn't it doesn't. Uh, but it completely delivers. But it, but it's also like where 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 I want to see more of this. Where can we go with this? So I can't I can't wait to see the next one. I hope they make another one. I think it just got announced. Oh, they will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Who do you want to see as the villain? Um, well, I was gonna say that. Um, I think the ending of this movie with the flood, um, uh, helps like for a really interesting direction for a sequel. Because mm-hmm. I don't think this uh the city will be like fully restored by the sequel like yeah um and there's a really good comic called no man's land that um the dark knight rises actually kind of loosely adapts uh with when you know when bane takes over and yeah you know the national guard has to come in and like all that shit um that uh i could see them doing something like that where you get even more like gnarly gotham that is completely overrun by the villains um I, hope I love they that, can like in Arkham City. At Arkham City, yeah, at Arkham City, that's a very good like uh, comparison. Um, I'm cu- I'm curious how they do that because this one seemingly is very, I don't want to say small scale, but very character focused. Um, I'm curious how they would expand and scale in a way that feels natural for this Batman, but I believe Matt Reeves can do it. Um, yeah. Um. He also mentioned that he wants to do Mr. Freeze in the future, uh, but like a kind of a tragic take on the character, um, which I, now I'm just assuming he wants to like redeem the Schumacher villains. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I'd be there for that. Mr. Freeze can, is a great villain when utilized properly. So, uh, but I mean, I think we're missing a very uh, Barry Keegan sized elephant in the room right now. Because <laughs> uh, holy shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kept like looking over to Joe during that scene and he was like just glaring at this like his eyes were like bugged uh during that scene and I mm-hmm. was like oh, dude are you fucking seeing this right now <laughs> fucking Barry Keegan as the Joker um that he is a great cast I don't need another Joker I'm so much more I know you probably can't have Batman without the Joker um but like I said, I like Batman's villains when they're right, and Joker's just evil, so he can never be right. And I know that, but that, and I know that that tests Batman. It could test how far Batman's one rule can go. Um, but I don't know. Joker's been done to death too. But I guess you could say the same thing. Sorry, choking on a chicken nugget here. Uh, you could say <laughs> the same thing about Batman. The Batman has been done to death. Um, I do trust Matt Reeves. <coughs> and I especially trust Barry. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, he's a great cast, so I'm excited to see what they do. But I am lukewarm excited. Um, I am one of those guys, I can't get enough Joker, because I think, yeah, it's always interesting when, like, a villain is right, and you can have, like, a, um, a you know, someone to go up against that genuinely challenges their, like, beliefs, and even if they are the good or the bad guy in yeah. a situation. But that being said, I think, Joker would be a great villain for him to go up against in like a sequel or a third movie where it's like, especially a Batman that is just now trying to be righteous and he is just now trying to be a symbol of hope and have a guy that now 
is the epitome of everything that he is against. Yeah. Go up against yeah, exactly. that point in his life. That's interesting to me. And that's a dynamic yeah, that's super, not really I mean, done. Yeah, it'd be a really interesting challenge uh, for, for that character, too. I think that'd be... You're totally right. Mm-hmm. I think with the, with the with the Joker, I think... I like the Joker. I do agree that we... I think we've gotten a lot of him. Uh, and it would be nice to see newer villains. But I... It's very well documented. I am, I'm head over here is in love with Barry uh, Keoghan. Um, is that how I say it right, Adam? Just Keegan. It's not Keegan. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think he's one of the greatest actors uh, working right now, and I. He. I believe in him so much as an actor that I will. I'm elated for it, and I think the Joker is. You know, he's a. It's. You know, he's. He's got that. He. It's a character full of potential, uh, and it's kind of. Yeah. A, a, well, every actor wants to play him, and I, I'm. I'm so grateful uh, that Barry gets to do it. I know Willem Dafoe would have been cool, and Lakeith Stanfield would have been cool. But uh, he's such a spirited cast for the part. Um, yeah. And if the spaghetti scene from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer doesn't uh, prove that he can play this part, I don't know what will. So I am waiting. I, I am dying to see a picture of him as the Joker. I just need to – I want to see him play the part so bad because he's such a great so actor. My, my hypothesis is that he will never be the main villain of one of these movies. I do think he will be uh, a presence – uh, that's my theory is that they're not going to – they won't have him be the main villain of a movie unless it's – I don't know, unless it's the third one. You know, you I don't want to get – you don't want to – yeah. I, I could see it being like what I mentioned earlier where it's like a no-man-son situation in the next one exactly. where there's like many villains. Like I think you're going to get more Penguin in the second one. Yeah. Um, Like him as a crime boss, you're probably going to get mm-hmm. – uh, I, I, you're probably going to get like a Mr. Freeze or a – I don't know. I'd love to, see, love to see them do Two-Face. I really would love Yeah, That's a villain that I, I think has never been done uh, well. Uh, he's not really Two-Face in uh, The Dark Knight. He's Harvey Dent, and then he's Harvey Dent, but evil. Right. Uh, Two-Face <laughs> is like, and that is Two-Face, but Two-Face is like, I don't know, Two-Face is like fucking stupid. Two-Face flips a coin. To see if you win or lose. And I know I just said the Riddler. I guess comic books are kind of silly. But, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in how they take these things that are core elements. They take these ridiculous characters and make them serious. The Dark Knight trilogy kind of does that. But they mm-hmm. lose a lot of what makes the character the character. And yeah. I would be very interested to see them take the core elements of Two-Face like they did with the Riddler. Like they do with Batman. Like they do with Commissioner Gordon, who we got to talk about. Uh, like they yeah. do with Catwoman. Uh, I really would really love them to do that with with a character like Two Face, um, who we've seen, uh, but maybe not fully realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, before we go, because I do want to talk about the supporting cast that you talked about, because uh, there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, but I want to say another idea for the sequel, not necessarily for villains, but and I I asked Joe about this after we saw it for the first time. The kid in the movie, that's Robin, right? Because, like, at the beginning, he, like, when he's, like, in, when uh, the Riddler's, like, looking at him through the binoculars, he's, like, sword training. Yeah, he's, like, a ninja. Yeah, and he's, like, wearing, like, a red suit in that scene. And I, like, if that's the route they're going, I like that setup that, like, he has a connection with Batman already. Yeah. Um, Like, there's such a deep connection throughout the movie, and it doesn't feel, like, set up. It just feels right. 
Um, I'm not saying it to bring back that exact kid actor as Robin, yeah. but like thematically, like I think you could say like, oh, down the road, like in the second or third or even fourth movie or something, this kid's a little bit grown up now. And now he's Robin. I think there's room to do a proper Robin or Nightwing or Batgirl in this universe in a way, because I feel like Batman and Robin just completely soured audiences on the idea of like a bat family. <laughs> But yeah. like New Fifty Two and stuff like DC has completely they've made Nightwing more interesting than modern day Batman. Like you could absolutely do a Nightwing, absolutely do a Robin, absolutely do like a Batgirl, etc. That is just great. You could do it in a way that feels right and not at all cheesy or forced. Like I want to see like a modern day Robin. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, and if anybody, I'd be really, really interested to see Matt Reeves' take on it, especially. Yeah, I feel like Nolan was like, well, he really like half assed at the end of Dark Knight Rises when. Why don't you, you use your real? Yeah, <laughs> Robin. Uh, which like made me like clap when I was like 15, but now I'm like looking yeah. back on it. I'm like, okay, shut like, up. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I I would really like to see him try to do that because I think that would be interesting. Um, Joe, anything you want to see in a future movie? Um, I think, uh, in a future film, I don't, I don't really know. I, I kind of, I just, I want, I, I do, I want, I guess, I, I, I was talking about Hush would be really cool to see. In Hush a movie. would be great. Yeah. Especially um, a Mad Reeves Hush. Yeah. I just think it is kind of that comic thing where some of the stuff is so, I mean, the Hush, I love Hush, but I, the, the, I don't know. Can I spoil Hush? I mean, I'm cool with it. I, I've read it. Like, Do you most... care if I spoil Hush, Rico? I know Hush. Spoilers for Hush, then. Uh, the uh, Bruce Wayne face reconstruction thing might be a little hard to pull off in a film uh, in, a, in a kind of a real way. But that would be awesome. Uh, I'd like to see... I know they did Black Mask in uh, um, the, the Harley Quinn film, uh, the, the Birds, Birds of Prey, Prey. but... Uh, it's not really Black Mask. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, a you know, a, a heightened comedic version. And yeah. I love Black Mask. He's a very kind of like dark, serious kind of gangster, uh, uh, crime boss. And that, I think that would be cool to see. I think that would probably fit really well in the in the universe like this. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, Mister Freeze, if he could kind of get like the, because Mister Freeze is like a very sad character. That's actually one of the best parts of the Batman and uh, and Robin movie is kind of the sad stuff with mr freeze that's the stuff i i remember fondly yeah. i haven't seen it in years but if he could figure out how to pull that off in a real way i just think that character is so goofy i don't know how you do it but i guess you know that's kind of matt reeves is able to kind of spin gold into spin shit into gold so uh we'll see you know um, um i also think the court of owls would be really fun yeah obviously that would be that would be really really cool um because I, that's like prime, especially like the way that it kind of set up like corruption and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, underground connections in this movie. Like it wouldn't be a stretch to say like, yeah, the Court of Owls is like a movement in Gotham and like uh, him, like if he goes even yeah. further down the rabbit hole that they're set up in this movie, I think Court of Owls would be like a very natural progression to that story. Um, and isn't that like so exciting that like this movie doesn't have any abundant setup other than the Joker thing? Yeah. That now we just have like the doors are wide open. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he could literally I do really, whatever yeah. in the next one. And yeah, and I'll watch it too. I don't give a shit. Like, um, there's also the HBO spinoffs that are in development. Um, 
there's the Penguin limited series uh, that Colin Farrell's going to star in. Um, I believe it's about his, like, rise to power after the events of this movie. Nice. And uh, there's an Arkham Asylum limited series coming. No way. Um, That'll be awesome. That will be so good. I heard a pitch that it's, like, it's a, uh, um, what's it called? Like, uh, uh, what's, like, the term for, like, uh, American Horror Story, like, each season's anthology? Yeah, it's going to be, like, an anthology, like, a different patient each week. That's awesome. very cool. So you're gonna have like a Joker episode, a Riddler episode, like a Calendar Man nice. episode. That'll be awesome. Um, I don't know if that's what they're doing, but that just sounds cool to me. And then I believe there's also a GCPD show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I don't really know how. I, that sounds exciting to me, but I'm sure. If Matt Jeffrey Wright is in it, if Jeffrey Wright is in it, I will watch it. Oh, absolutely. If he's like the lead of it, or even like a high supporting character of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, sign me the fuck up because I think yeah. that's a good transition. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey Wright in this movie, uh, um, might be my favorite Gordon. Yeah, I mean it's Gary Oldman's really fucking good, but like, yeah. th- this is up there. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. They have great banter with each other too. Yeah, dude, he's so funny. I mean, I, I think Adam and I have been doing, and I I think I wrestled with Rico too. The no guns. Hey man, that's your thing, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like when I, he. Uh, the thumb drive bit and he's like try this he's and he's like oh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's so good he's, at this uh, movie. so like a uh a, a little known fact about me is that my favorite character in all of the batman lore is commissioner Gordon, and uh he's the best one he's like by far my favorite one yeah i i really like um that they're friends and they really do i i think they the it the the Gary Oldman version might be a more I don't know though they're like friends in some of the comics but uh, the Gary I Oldman mean, version is probably more accurate to that to that to their to be fair though he, we got three movies with him we're only on one movie mm-hmm. with uh, Jeff but even Ryan. then I like I really really loved their dynamic they're like because because yeah. Batman like Batman cares about Gordon and that's like really kind of awesome. That uh, two moments that are really, really great between the two of them. When he runs into him as Bruce Wayne, that's a really awesome moment. I don't think we've ever seen yeah. anything like that. Uh, at least the way they do it. And then yeah. uh, I think there's actually a scene like that in The Dark Knight uh, where he crashes the car. So never mind. Yeah. Uh, but two, uh, the punch me in the face scene is awesome. That's a it's really, awesome. really funny scene. The way the scene, fucking really, cop, really great. the cops, we like, are, literally every cop in the precinct fires their guns at him as he's trying to escape. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that scene, just like even the way it's filmed, is like yeah, dude, so he's fucking cool. running away like, and he, he fucking yeah. grapple hooks up. That's a, so amazing. Um, you could have played man. That was so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, I also love at the beginning when he's like uh, at the crime scene for the first time, and yeah. every cop in the room is like looking at him weird. Uh, oh man! It's the one guy vouching for him. He said, "No, he belongs here. He's he's gonna help us." Like. It's so fucking good, dude. Like, <laughs> um, no, I love him in this movie. Like, he he's Gordon, full like full stop. He yeah. he is Gordon. Uh, his he has a perfect voice, a perfect demeanor. Yeah. Um, I you can't perfect it any better. Um, uh, I feel like we also have to talk about uh Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Mm-hmm. He's great. A- absolutely fucking incredible performance. Yes. Um. Me and Joe, I don't know if we've ever laughed together harder in a theater 
then when he just goes, um, what does he say again? Uh, uh, I can't, uh, listen, man, I can't, I no, He's like, I gotta be honest with you, chief. I don't know. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever he, he said, chief. We he's both the like, word chief. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I laughed super hard. I, and I am not a huge Colin Farrell fan. A lot of that is because I have not seen many movies with him in them, uh, with him in it. Uh, but I, so I was like a little, I was like a little on the fence about this cast, this casting. Uh, he's, he's great. He's, he's really, so good. Yeah. Um, this movie or this one, it, it feels like he belongs in House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking awesome. That, um, it's like, it's really good. The prosthetics are like mind blowingly good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't even know how they accomplished that, honestly. Because, like, if this doesn't win, like, best makeup next year at the Oscars, like, what the fuck mm. are we doing, guys? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, dude. And that fucking, uh, the scene where he's getting uh, interrogated, uh, the, um, where they get him after the car, that amazing, one of the, like, an amazing, amazing car chase sequence. Oh, my uh, God. When he dude, shows him the picture hypes. of the, uh, of the, uh, commissioner, uh, who's dead. And he's like, come on, Jesus, why are you showing me this? <laughs> come on, I don't want to see this. It's yes. um, He's like, also like at the end, or like towards the middle, where he's like uh, being interrogated by Batman and Gordon. He's like, am I the one that knows the difference between law and L? Huh? <laughs> Detective over here, it took two of you to solve that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like just kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's just like, he's an opportunistic guy. Like, and I yeah, love dude. it. He's a, pro- he's a proprietor. I'm a proprietor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also, like, the second that fucking uh, Falcone, uh, like, gets arrested at the end, he, like, immediately is like, I guess I'm in charge now. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so fucking cool, dude. That's exactly what Penguin is, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. exactly. Again, just to get Matt Reeves fucking gets it. Like, he understands he every character. Um, also, uh, speaking of uh, Carmine Falcone. Oh, yeah. Uh, also great. A uh, really, really great performance. Um, yeah. He's uh, not in it uh, a, a, a huge amount, but uh, he leaves an impact definitely. And he's yeah. in it way more than I was expecting. To, yeah. I was like, I was expecting that to be like a five-minute part. Yeah, and he's John got. Turner, he's yeah. maybe in it for five to ten minutes, but it is it is integral to the plot. And yeah, John Turturro's awesome mm-hmm. in this great. movie. Yeah, um, John Turturro is oh, like one of my favorite character yeah. actors of all time. Yeah, uh, way up there. He's got my yeah, I don't line. think I've ever yeah. seen him do anything like this either. I, I really appreciate. I was I, I thought he was a good pick for the part, uh, but I didn't expect him to be yeah. as good as he was. He's yeah, like I. Oh, he was like terrifying at parts, like yeah. especially like those scenes where he's like left alone with like a woman or something, and you're like, what the yeah. fuck is he gonna do? Yeah. Um. No, like I really loved that. Um. I, I thought he was great in the movie. I always like seeing John Turturro pop up and stuff, and. Uh, I think this is like one of his better roles in like a few yeah. years. Um, also, Andy Serkis is Alfred. Not mm-hmm. in it a ton, but um, I feel like again that's the point. Like Bruce yeah. is trying to push him away, you know. And that scene together in the hospital it just solidifies it. It's like every scene Alfred's like reaching out to Bruce. Bruce pushes him away, but that scene in the hospital is like a perfect epitome mm-hmm. of like their dynamic and how much Bruce genuinely does love Alfred so much show that he's like trying to not get him involved exactly. with what he's doing. Also mm-hmm. the sequence where he uh, gets the bomb from the Riddler, super well done. Really, really unique presentation of that scene. Loved how it was presented. Yeah. I genuinely thought he died. 
mm-hmm. the first time. Yeah. Um, uh, but I feel like there's also the best supporting character in this movie. Yeah, we, we kind of have been dancing around. We haven't mentioned, yeah. Yeah, uh, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. um, like, I reserve judgment to say, oh, I might prefer Gary Oldman to Jeffrey Wright, or I might prefer blah, 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 like Michael Caine to Andy Serkis, but Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Yeah. Through and through. Like, she is the best it's Catwoman. Great. Ah, uh, really? You think you, like, you much prefer her to Michelle Pfeiffer? Um, Michelle Oh, Adam yeah. hates Batman Returns, I forgot. Wait, what? Are you fucking with me? No, I like Batman. Dude, Batman Returns was like one of my favorite movies. Oh, I thought. Oh, you didn't like the first one? Okay, I was. I, I like the. I my no, I think my. Oh, you're getting you're getting my hot takes mixed up. Yeah. Um. No, Batman Returns. I love Batman. I like like the '89, but uh, Batman Returns. I fucking love. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think there's. I think Michelle Pfeiffer and Hathaway are both great in the role. Um. But something about Zoe Kravitz, I think it's because she's kind of the heart of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they do wonders with her character in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely like. Well, she's also she's not really Catwoman in the Tim Burton movie. There's elements of her character, but it's still you know she falls out of a window and is brought to life by Cat. You know, it's 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 a bit more. This yeah. is a lot more of a, a kind of a lived-in character. It's yeah. very much like the animated series, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's where... it's her the performance uh, in Batman Returns is really kind of is really kind of iconic, but this is a, definitely a lot more of an authentic uh, presentation of her as a character. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I think um, I think Zoe Kravitz does like an absolutely fantastic job here because I think you know again just to take a shot every time I say Matt Reeves understands the fucking character, but like. <laughs> um, like classism is a very big thing with Catwoman. Like she is like the Robin Hood of Gotham. If you know, Batman is like the sole protector. She's the Robin Hood. She's the one that likes to take from the rich and give to the poor. She likes to get to the bottom of like, she pushes the boundaries more than Batman does, but she never crosses the line. She just has a different code of ethics. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think this movie understands that perfectly, but it also like paints the picture of how painful that is for Bruce as he begins to like get feelings for her, and how nervous he is that he's go- that she's going to cross the line at any point. Um, because he genuinely cares about her by the end. I think Alfred and yeah. her represent the idea that he can love and he can care. Yeah, and- they like. They have like a, that super sweet moment where they're on their bike and they're kind of playing together, like with the with the motorcycles. That's like really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's really it's sad. It's so sad. It's the only time Batman over... has any fun in the mm-hmm. movie. And it's this like a melt. It's like it's wrapped in sadness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so... it's a real. It's a sad, sad ending. Um, not a sad ending. It's a it's a melancholy film ultimately. You know. That's yeah. But I love that because like that's mm-hmm. the point. Like that's what. Is that... That's what their dynamic always is. It's the will they, won't they. It's exactly. like a push and a pull kind of dynamic. It's a very like, um, they just, they have like legit, like deep feelings for each other. Um, yeah. But it's almost like a Romeo and Juliet dynamic. Like they can never be together. It's like a forbidden fruit kind of thing because they are just so fundamentally different to their core. Even like aside from like Batman and Catwoman as vigilantes, like Bruce Wayne, and Selena Kyle are as like different as they come. Like, uh, you know, she is all about like classism and giving, like taking from the rich 
And Bruce Wayne's a literal billionaire philanthropist. Um, and he knows that. That scene where on the rooftop, they're talking about like, you know, I think you'd agree with him. He wants to kill Bruce Wayne. And he's just like looking at her like, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> like he's just like, he doesn't know what to really say to her. Um, and that's such a like great dynamic because it's like, cause, yeah, that's like perfect. Like how else would you explore that? Mm-hmm. It's a very complicated relationship and that's what it's always been in the shows and the yeah. games and the comics. It's so perfectly realized here. And the great thing is it's only the first fucking movie. We're getting yeah. more. We're getting more to do with them. It, I haven't been this excited for the start of a franchise and yeah. like, Ever. I, as long I, as I can remember. Yeah. I think The Force Awakens was like a big one for me where I was like, oh yeah, we're doing it. And then, you know, Red Star Wars already existed at least. So you had, uh, well, I guess Batman has existed for years, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like I, yeah. but this just feels a little more hopeful to me where it doesn't feel like it's, because like Star Wars was always <laughs> confined by like the Disney of it all. Yeah. I feel like. And I, that's coming from someone who notoriously loves The Last Jedi. I think Solo is great. I love The Mandalorian. Not talking too much shit. But, like, this really does feel like the most artistically driven superhero mm-hmm. film I've seen. Yeah. Um, in Ever. Maybe ever. Like, it feels so different, so fresh, so beautiful. Like, I... Greg Frazier, the DP, holy shit. Like, yeah, wow. The colors pop. Um, I've seen the complaints mm-hmm. that it's too dark, but I disagree. It just helps the colors Shut pop. Shut the fuck up. It's it's yeah, immaculately no shot. Yeah. No, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. The um and uh, uh, the score from yes. uh, Michael is it uh, how do you pronounce Giacchino? Giacchino. Giacchino. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Uh, particularly yeah. the Catwoman theme. I the sequence where uh, he first goes to see her and he's uh they're hiding behind the wall and the cop comes by and the score is like it's like so yeah so so good i think it 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 it, it i wouldn't say it necessarily is based on the 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 burton scores that elfman did but it very much takes inspiration from those films uh so i it's it's a it's an oddly it's 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 a unique score i it's it's very different from those originals but it still kind of has those core sounds within it and i think it works super super well uh and then the batman theme itself is awesome i have been singing it for weeks <laughs> I think this is my favorite Batman like theme ever. I agree. I think the score for this is my favorite Batman score. Um, it's well, I think it's, when is the last time that you were like, this movie has an awesome theme song and a character that I want to dress up as for Halloween. Like when is the last time that happened? And the movie's awesome. Well, like, that hasn't. That's like a throwback. Phantom Thread. <laughs> You're right. You got me there. Um, I genuinely think it was the lighthouse because I was the uh, Robert Pattinson for halloween that year oh very um, cool yeah but i mean like a, I mean like a big no i got you like that, that kids are gonna be like dude yeah. my kid was the uh robert pattinson's character from the lighthouse um oh my too <laughs> um no and also the bat suit in this movie is fucking awesome like it's mm-hmm. uh it looks like it it's exactly ripped from uh the arkham games like it's a very tactical like uh mechanical kind of suit but it's not too bulky like uh, god the Snyder fans are gonna come to my dms but like i feel like batman and the bvs which i i like ben affleck as batman i'm not trying to talk shit i genuinely like him but a little too bulky for my batman i don't i don't need him to be that bulky this is like the perfect like shape and size and like look of batman it's very like tactical it's almost like a john wick kind of batman 
he's very efficient. He moves quickly. It's mm-hmm. yeah, like everything is still like definitively what I want that I kind of have no notes. Like I have nothing <laughs> to say. No, like he was great, but dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? Like everything yeah. here is perfect for me. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm like you said earlier, I'm, I'm kind of a hot take king. This is ripe for me to not like, because everybody was like, this is going to be the greatest movie of all time um, before it came out. But it is, it lived up to the hype uh, and I, I loved it. And that's like, I'm really like, I'm, I'm smiling. I'm grinning ear to ear right now that I, that I can say that. Um, I think it's like perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Joey, any, any final thoughts from you, buddy? Um, yeah, masterpiece. Um, I don't want to overhype it for people cause I've been, I've been accused of that in the past. Uh, but this is, I, I think it's great because it's one of those, it's, uh, this, I said this about the movie, um, I think to Adam after we saw it, but it's, it's one of those things where the movie is, it starts off with a bang an incredible opening sequence and it just keeps getting better. The movie, the movie never peaks and it also feels like the franchise and the world that the story has created hasn't peaked yet. So I, I'm just like, I really want to see what they do next. I really, yeah. I, I, they have me, I'm absolutely sold on this series. Um, and yeah. I, I, I'm so happy. And it feels like the Batman movie that I've wanted since I was like a little kid. It's like a, it's, it's this, and I, I'm, I'm interested now to go back to the Nolan ones. Cause this, this is, feels like such a textured universe. And the, and the the Nolan films are are great, and they have the, the they have incredibly high highs, but they're a lot more kind of broad in their um their presentation because they're they're very big in scale and they're very clean, uh, and the kind of the the it, but these characters feel a lot more like the characters, and not to say that they're bad in those Nolan films, but they're they're a lot more. It's more about like the principles of the character rather than the characters themselves. And I think that this movie does a great job of, of discussing those principles, but also making the characters feel real and, and kind of tactile and tangible people. And I, I just think it's, I just, I, I'm, I couldn't be happier with it. It's, it's everything I wanted it to be. It's going to be a really tough one to top this year. Yeah. I mean, I think in terms of like blockbuster filmmaking, um, this is up for me with like a Mad Max or a last Jedi. Um, in terms of like what I look for in a blockbuster, something that's thoughtful but also just fucking awesome, in mm-hmm. equal measure, uh, it's everything you want. Like it, it, there can be like video essays about it, but you can also like watch it with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that most of this movie. I'd say none of this is really set up, but it gets me so excited about the future of like, it, like just everything it gets me so excited about. Like the just the possibility that we're gonna see more of this mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't take a post-credit scene it doesn't take a yeah you know like a elaborate like you know mr freeze like breaking out of arkham at the end like whatever like no it's just because it tells a good fucking story with compelling characters and i'm just genuinely interested to see where those characters pick up in the next chapter uh because like even though this is batman and we've seen him done like a billion times before there's something about this incarnation that i'm just immediately attached to mm-hmm. and i want to see more of um I, I from like top to bottom i think this is a perfect movie the the, the noir detective element is like incredible the depiction of gotham is insanely detailed and vibrant in a way that it should be um every performance is fantastic <laughs> the action the cinematography the direction the writing 
the score, the I mean, fucking everything, top to bottom. I love this movie. Um, no notes, ten out of ten. I like genuinely, and I don't say that lightly. I've seen it twice now. I'm seeing it a third time tomorrow. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm I this movie, yeah, man. I said it once. I'll say it again. Matt Reeves, you're getting your ass ate tonight, buddy. You're so get ready. Like, I'm I'm gonna do it. Uh, so yeah, I mean. I any other final thoughts? I because I think it's ten out of ten. Like no notes for um, me. Yeah, same here. I agree. Uh, Rico, do you have anything? No, I I completely agree. I think that movie's excellent. I, I'm really excited to see what's next. Uh, and in Matt Reeves, we trust. I mean, he made he made Planet of the Apes a prestige franchise. Um, so yeah. He can he can kind of do whatever he wants, and I'll and I'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So yeah, here's to hoping that within the next week, just like with Dune, they greenlight a sequel officially. Yeah. Uh, I know Matt Reeves said on the red carpet like the they're developing it like right now, but I I need the green light. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I need to properly. Uh, but then again, I believe it's selling like amazingly right now. Um, I uh, we went to a press screening of the movie, so it wasn't too packed then. Uh, that's never an indicator of whether or not a movie's going to be big or not. Um, but the Showtime that I bought tickets for for tomorrow, uh, it's completely sold out. So uh, I, I'm willing to bet by like next Friday we'll have a confirmation. Yeah, it'll be released. Yeah, my my Tuesday night showing was completely sold out. I'm God, I'm so fucking ready. Uh, so yeah, okay. Uh, I guess we'll be back for the Batman Part Two in like 2024 or something. Do <laughs> um, you that? Yeah, Rico, uh, it was a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me back. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Enrico Drago Film uh, or on YouTube at DBHC Productions. Uh, you all, we also got a movie coming out uh, uh, this week or next uh, that Joe, De- Joe uh, and Devin Ramey and I did together uh, called Things Are Looking Up, so be on the lookout for that. Hell yeah, man. Uh, we'll definitely check that out. I'll have the links uh, in the bio for the pod. Um, Joey, anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, thanks for looking up. Coming out soon. Uh, you can follow me on at Joseph underscore Salimony on most platforms. And check out uh, my other podcast, the Zillennial Canon. We review kind of uh, <laughs> movies that you might have seen when you were a kid. Uh, kind of uh, the Z Canon. Uh, you know, so check it out. Uh, it's. Um, that's how we do it, you know? Yeah, you think you're real fucking funny, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow my other podcast, Sonno Cannon, on most platforms where we uh, we beat Joe to death on a weekly basis. Um, you can follow Aggressively OK on Twitter at AOK Online and uh, Aggressively OK Online on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler if you want to see me talk about Batman some more because I... Guarantee you, I will not shut the fuck up about it. I'm becoming a Matt Reeves stan account. Um, and yeah, we'll be back soon. There's a lot of movies coming out in the coming weeks, coming months. Uh, so we'll be there. Uh, we were going to do a Euphoria episode, but that shit sucked. So we're not doing <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. Um, so Joey, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> do a sign off for all the Euphoria fans out there. All the Euphoria fans out there, um, 
you know, uh, we're going to leave you really hopeful uh, for the next uh, kind of part of the Aggressively Okay podcast. And then you're going to watch it. Uh, and then you're going to question why you even liked the first part. Uh, so uh, with that being said, uh, good night uh, and good luck. Uh, keep on uh, quarantining and keep on blogging with that dog. Uh, have a nice day, gamers. Goodbye. Yeah, Rico's going to uh, get shot in a bathtub. Um, (laughs) all right bye gamers bye